Welcome to the Solo to CEO podcast for female coaches who are ready to focus on their expertise and scale their business while their systems do the rest. I'm your host, Rebecca Marioki, a systems and automations expert with a knack for anything on a spreadsheet, a mom of three beautiful kids, including twins, a wife and a business owner. For years, I wanted to be in control of my income and wealth while making impact, but I struggled to see how I could do this while working my hectic corporate job. I dabbled into the online business world, but soon realized that the overwhelm of wearing all the hats in my business meant that I couldn't run things the way I had always done. And that's why I started this podcast, to show you the possibilities of where you could take your coaching business with the right systems in place to better manage your tasks, teams, clients, you name it. Tune in every week for actionable steps to help you go from busy solopreneur to boss CEO so you can scale your business with ease, stay in your zone of genius, and have the time to do the things that light you up. Let's get started. Welcome to this episode of the Solo to CEO podcast. So today I want to talk about SOP, Standard Operating Procedures. And before you tune off, I know it sounds like a very corporate type speak and it can even sound a bit intimidating if you're hearing it for the first time or maybe if you used to follow them in your corporate days and you do not want to be put back in a corporate straitjacket when you are running your business. But here's the thing. SOPs are really one of the building blocks to building a strong foundation for your business so that you can start to experience time freedom and you can start to experience the real meaning of scaling your business. So scaling your business is where you are at the point where you do not have to put in more hours to get more dollars and earn more money in your business. And you're at the point where you can actually leverage off other people's time to grow your business and increase the returns that you on your investment in your business. Okay, and I know we all want that, right? But you cannot delegate effectively. It's going to be so difficult to hire and retain people if you don't have your processes well documented. If you yourself don't have the clarity on what are the processes to getting to a successful completion of a specific task. And that's where SOPs come into place. So before I continue to share a few more benefits of having standard operating procedures, what exactly is a standard operating procedure? So a formal definition of a standard operating procedure is really a procedure that is specific to your business operation that describes the activities that are necessary to complete a task in accordance with specific standards that are laid out. Now, for industries that are regulated, these could be industry regulations or even laws. Think of people who are in the financial services industry. You could actually be required to meet certain regulations and laws or if you're in the wellness industry there could be some laws that you have to abide by when you are providing your services okay but for the most part for the most of us these are actually standards that we set and that's the beauty of standard operating procedures they're really not there to create more restrictions in your business they're actually there to create more freedom for you so that when you are delegating certain things in your business 
you know that they're going to be done according to your specifications, according to how you would do it if you were the one who was working and completing that specific task. Okay, so let's go to more benefits of why you should actually set up your SOPs. So you want to make sure you have brand consistency and quality of standards, right? You want to make sure that every time, for example, a client goes through your course or through your coaching program, that they receive the same support, that they receive the same level of service that you give to other clients, right? So think of the brands that you absolutely love. Think of McDonald's, think of Nike. These are just some of the ones that came to mind. All these have really, really strong standard of procedures in place. And you know that no matter where you go across the world, if you order a Big Mac, you're going to get the same type of Big Mac, right? You're going to get the same size fries. This does not happen by accident. This happens because they have very, very specific ways in which things need to be done. And you can have that for your business as well, right? And an example I'll give is, let's say you have a one-to-one coaching business model, right? So you only want to support clients by giving them one-to-one service. You you are going to have to get to a point where you're going to have to hire people to help you deliver these one-to-one services because you can only give so much time every single day. But you want to make sure that your clients experience the same quality of service delivery, whether you're the one giving the service, the one-to-one coaching sessions, or whether it's your assistant coaches. And having these standard operating procedures in place is going to really help you in guiding them and giving yourself clarity on how you want them to conduct these services and how you want them to support and serve your clients, right? And ensuring that people experience the same um, experience when they interact with your brand and when they interact with your company, irrespective of who they are dealing with. And that is how you scale a business. That is how you build a business that is independent of you having to be there all the time to make sure things happen. Like I said earlier on, delegating becomes so, so much more effective when you have standard operating procedures in place. Because once you've thought through the specific steps that need to happen in order to get a certain process done, it's so much easier for you to literally hand over that document or hand over that SOP video if you've recorded a Loom video to someone else and they're able to get much more clarity on what exactly your expectations are. But if you haven't really thought through what exactly, for example, email management, maybe that's a specific task that you want to delegate to someone else like your VA, but you haven't really thought through what email management means, then the person you're delegating to is going to have to put in their own interpretation as to what your expectations are. And a lot of times there will be a mismatch, right? So it's so important to take the time, invest your time in documenting your processes, in making sure it's very clear what exactly this process or this activity or this task entails before you delegate it 
to someone else. Hi there, I am interrupting my own episode to give you an exclusive invite to my weekly live trainings on all things system setup, scaling your business with the right foundations and all the tech in between. All this happens in my Facebook group, the Solo to CEO community, and I do have regular guest appearances to help you scale your business even faster. Head over to rebeccak.co forward slash community to jump in or check out the link in the show notes. I cannot wait to welcome you in there. Next is business continuity. So what happens if you're not able to work on your business for the next three months. Let's say you have to take time off. Maybe you're having a baby or you're going on your honeymoon or God forbid you get sick and you really can't work on your business, right? Are you going to close your business? Are you going to close shop? I would like to hope the answer to that is no. And the only way you can do that and really continue and have that business continuity in place is by making sure that all your processes are well documented right if you're the only one in your business who knows what happens on monday to friday every time you log into your laptop and work on your business then it's going to be literally impossible to get someone else to work on your business right in your place So this is really the key to ensuring that business continuity and related to what I said earlier, to ensuring that you're able to take time off without having to worry about what's going to happen when you're away. Because the people who you've handed over your tasks to, the people who you've delegated to in your business have full and absolute clarity as to what needs to be done. And pro tip, it also reduces the amount of back and forth and questions that your team asks you that are really not necessary if you have proper guidelines in place as to how they are expected to complete certain tasks in the business. Okay, then automation, of course, once you have your standard operating procedures in place, the automation becomes a much easier task or project to manage because you have clarity on what exactly is going to be automated. So before you start shopping around for tools or paying for an annual subscription on a tool because your favorite coach has been raving about this specific tool, take time to set up your SOPs, map out your processes, and then assess what can actually be automated. And if you need help on this, definitely Let's hop on a systems audit call. I'll drop the link in the bio and I can help you show you what are the tasks that maybe you're currently doing manually that are actually consuming your time that you could automate. Okay, And then pro tip related to that, you always want to automate before you delegate. You do not want to delegate something that can be automated because it's much more effective to get it automated than to have, you know, an actual person doing that thing. Okay. So I hope you are well convinced that SOPs are the way to go. And, you know, last but not least, they can help you really increase that revenue because, like I said earlier, the only way to scale your business is by investing in systems to make your business more efficient and to be able to serve more clients and to be able to get more sales with the same amount of time resources that you have or to leverage off other people's time by hiring people and investing in human capital. And both of these investments require you to have your processes well laid down before you actually embark on investing in those areas of your business. Okay, 
So where do you start when it comes to SOPs for your business? So the first thing you want to do is go over to my blog. I have a blog post where I talk about my 4A method to systemizing your business. And within that 4A method is the process of creating these SOPs. But you first need to assess your tasks, right? Before you even create your SOPs, you need to assess what you do on a day-to-day basis, what you like doing, what you don't like doing. Of course, it would be awesome if you could create SOPs for everything all at once, but I know you don't have the time for that. So you want to prioritize and get the most bang for your buck when it comes to the time you're going to spend creating these SOPs. So you want to focus on the tasks that you don't like that are also very time consuming. And then you want to use a task priority matrix where you decide, okay, in terms of these tasks, can I actually automate them? Then it becomes much more clearer. What are these tasks that you need to create SOPs for ASAP so that you can either automate them or delegate them to free up your time and to focus on the things that actually require you and only you can do that are also revenue generating. Okay, then once you've done that, you want to document the steps, right? So it's one thing to write down what tasks you do, but it's another thing to think through the steps that are required in order to complete this task to your specified, you know, standards, to your level of standards, right? And that's where the SOP comes into play. So an SOP will really give much more detail into how a specific task needs to be done. Okay, so it will give details on the how, who is responsible, how often does this task need to be done, what tools are available in your business in order to support the person who is trying to complete these tasks. Okay, so I have an SOP template and I'm going to drop the link in the show notes. So make sure you grab that SOP template and you can start documenting your SOPs in place. And of course, like I said, if you need help and you would rather have someone else do this for you, let's get on a systems audit and we can see how I can support you in ensuring that we have your operation strategy well put in place so that you can start to really scale without overwhelm and without burning out. So once you have created your SOPs, you want to make sure that you have stored and organized them in a place where it's easy for your team members to access them. And even if you don't have team members, it's easy for you to access them, right? Because the whole point of creating SOPs is to ensure that you create efficiencies and time saving whenever you're completing that specific task. So I have my SOP documents in Google Drive, but I've also created workflows in my project management tool that are related to each SOP. So what does this mean? For example, let's say blog creation. I have an SOP in Google Drive that specifies all the details to creating a blog, but I also have a task in my in my task management system, which is Asana, where I have literally put down all the steps to creating a blog. And every time I create a new blog, I use that task template so that I can go through each of those steps. And at some point, I hand it over to my virtual assistant who does the rest. Okay, so you want to make sure that these SOPs are actually living documents and being used and living processes that are being used in your business, because there's no point just doing all the documentation and you're not actually using them to execute on the task within your business. Okay, so 
I know I have said a handful, but I hope you have found this helpful. Do let me know if you have any questions about SOPs and I will definitely look into helping you as much as possible. And next time I will talk about workflows and what workflows are and how they can help you become even more efficient and start to save even more time in your business. Hi, before you leave, I want to give you an exclusive invite into my Facebook group, the Solo to CEO community for female coaches, where I go live weekly to give you my tips, tactics, and strategies to help you unlock your next level business with the power of profitable systems and automations. If you like what you hear on the podcast, I go even deeper in the community to help you scale your business faster and get even more clients with systems that are designed to scale your business. Sounds like something you need? Jump in by clicking rebeccak.co forward slash community in your browser or check out the link in the show notes. I cannot wait to connect and welcome you in there. In the meanwhile, do share my podcast with your fellow business besties and tag me in your Insta stories while you're at it at this is Rebecca K. Until next time, thanks for tuning in. Bye for now.